Hello, Mississippi and abroad. This is Parrish Alford with the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. Welcome to another edition of Justify Your Existence, where we bring you the relevant talk in Mississippi and the SEC, the relevant college football talk. We'd like to thank our partners at the Oxford Park Commission. Lots of good things going on there at OPC. Lots of offerings for youth and adults alike. They're gearing up for fall flag football, and right now registration is ongoing for Ready Golf, an instructional time for youth ages 8 to 13. There's boxing, fencing, hiking, and so much more. Visit them at OxfordParkCommission.com. It's football game week in Mississippi. Mississippi State is at home Saturday afternoon against Louisiana Tech. Ole Miss, well, Technically, the Rebels are still a few hours away from game week. They get started a week from tonight, next Monday night in Atlanta against Louisville. Hurricane Ida passes through the area today as a tropical system but shouldn't disrupt anything the rest of this week. I had a chance to catch up with Brian Brown last week. Brown played at Ole Miss under David Cutcliffe and Ed Ogeron and later served as a GA under Houston Nutt. As Louisville's defensive coordinator, he's considered a rising star in the business. He inherited a dreadful Louisville defense in 2019 and has helped them make steady gains. In 2020, the Cards improved from number 102 in total defense in 2019 to number 39 by the end of last season. That's a jump of 63 spots if you're scoring at home. Here's that interview with Brian Brown. At the Louisville website, calls you a bright young mastermind on defense. Did, did you write that? Was that you? Nah, I don't, I don't think that was me on that one. I think uh, uh, there may have been somebody else that may have had a little bit too much to drink that night. Nah, I don't uh, think so. <laughs> but I, I, I guess more seriously, do you feel like you are a young coach at the Power 5 level? I mean, has, has this opportunity reached you quickly? Yeah, yeah, it, it has, it has, and uh, you know, just blessed and very fortunate enough to uh, be able to work with a lot of people that, uh, uh, you know, on the defense side of football that have, that have given me some knowledge, and, and I've kind of taken, you know, a little bit from, uh, you know, everybody that I worked for, you know, whether it was, you know, working at Rutgers with Greg Schiano to uh, Ron Roberts, you know, and Pete Golden at, at Delta State, and you know, was Tyrone there at, at Ole Miss, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once I got to uh, got to Appalachian State, you know, learned some stuff from, um, you know, Dale Jones, who was with us, and then, you know, Nate Woody, who, uh, you know, installed uh, a lot of the things we do defensively. So uh, just trying to take a lot from, you know, uh, a little bit here, a little bit there from, you know, all the guys I've learned from and, uh, um, you know, just blessed to be able to have an opportunity to work for a guy like Coach Satterfield that uh, trusts and believes in me and, you know, continues to uh, – uh, help leading that is uh, uh, myself and you know the rest of coach staff to be the best we possibly be. But I'm excited and I think I am one of uh, you know uh, I could still consider myself a young coach even though my players call me old sometimes. So but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I, I think I, I'll still call you young, Brian, for the the purposes of this story, man. You're going to be very young. Uh, <laughs> hey, tell me. Uh, obviously, y'all y'all strung some years together and had a lot of success there at, at Appalachian State. It, it's and it's not uncommon to see staffs move up like that. Uh, did did you think when all that was playing out that uh, that that you guys might be at uh, at the Power Five level soon? Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, you, you see you see it happen every year, like you said, Paris, that, you know, when, when group of five schools, you know, do, does really well for, uh, you know, uh, a couple of years, you know, in a row, three or four years in a row, uh, that, you know, uh, power five schools will come, you know, looking at those schools and those next up-and-coming coaches uh, that are getting their universities to uh, greater heights, you know, on that football field and in the classroom. And uh, we, we had a feeling it would come, and, and uh, we just, you know, we're just being patient. And, uh, we you know, Coach Sad always says, you know, be where your feet are. And, you know, and at that time, our feet was at Appalachian State, and we tried to make it one of the best, you know, teams in the country. And, uh, and I think we did. And, uh, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the good Lord above just, you know, bless us with this opportunity to come here and revamp this program and uh, get it back to where uh, it was, even though we know it's going to be work and, uh, and it's still work. And uh, we're just blessed to be here. Well, uh, did, did you go skiing in Boone? I, I did not go skiing. I did tubing. So, oh, uh, man, uh, man. I, I love, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, yeah, That's that sounds like fun. Hey, man. Yeah, tubing was much better as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, skiing because, I mean, I was nervous when me and my wife had my, both of our kids, you know, both nights going into the hospital late at night. You're seeing people come in with, uh, you know, ski injuries. <laughs> so yeah. I said, I'm not getting on them skis. <laughs> Hey, um, all assistant coaches do not necessarily aspire to be head coaches. Uh, do, do you? Is that a career goal for you? Absolutely. That, that's one of my goals. It's to, uh, you know, number one, master, uh, you know, being a defense coordinator and being one of the best in the country. And, uh, you know, I think if, you know, uh, myself and our coaching staff on that side of the football continue to uh, do the things we need to do to help prepare our kids and recruit the type of players we want on his defense. Uh, I think we can strive to be one of the best in the country defensively. And, uh, you know, uh, if, if, if a good call comes around that, you know, uh, me and my family and my wife will take a look at, uh, from a head coaching standpoint, we most definitely will. And, uh, but yes, I, I do strive to be a, uh, a head coach at some point in my career. Now, it looks like uh, you, you had a, a solid first year there at Louisville in 2019. Well, what, what was your plan to, to rebuild with mostly inherited players? And, and I guess how successful were your guys at, at executing that plan? Well, I think the first thing was, uh, you know, coming here, uh, you know, I don't know if I would have came jokingly uh, when, you know, Coach Sad jokes with me all the time and joke with a lot of donors that he don't know if I would have came if I would have known that they were giving up 50 plus points in like five or six straight games yeah. <laughs> you know the previous year yeah. uh, you know and you know the guys before I got here they were giving up 44 and a half points a game and they had had three different coordinators before I got here so every year was a different coordinator um, so we want to just you know be basic you know and be as simple as we possibly be and try to get guys in positions you know to uh, that they can make you know more plays uh, for themselves as well as a team and we moved a lot of guys around you know just position wise to fit what we wanted to do defensively and uh, to be able to help and and we did that you know we improved almost you know 12 points per game. Uh, you know, within that first year, but still giving up a lot of points, you know, with the same group that was giving up, you know, uh, 45, 46 points a game. Um, so we wanted to instill, you know, back that that confidence factor, you know, that, hey, you, you can make plays, you you can win, you know, football games, because they were just coming off a two and ten season. So uh, we, we just wanted to install that, you know, that confidence that, um, hey, you, you put on shoes just like they put on shoes and you can make plays just like they can. 
And I think that was one of the things we did, and we were able to stop people when need be. And, uh, and I think that's what helped us win football games. We was able to get the ball and, uh, you know, win the turnover margin. You know, we're 10 and 1 when we're winning the turnover margin. When, we're, when we don't win the turnover margin, we're 2 and 11. So, yeah. Uh, that's one thing that, you know, we're continuing to harp on, uh, you know, this season, you know, just like last season. Last season, it was, you know, we wasn't getting turnovers and we were turning the football over. So we lost the turnover margin and we ended up losing, you know, uh, seven games this past season that, uh, in my mind, you know, uh, we, we shouldn't have lost, you know, most of those, uh, anyway. So, uh, but, you know, that's, that's the one thing I think we're harping on right now is just being able to get, uh, you know, win a turnover battle and, uh, hopefully that'll get us a win and a win column. Well, how did you go about instilling confidence in a group of guys who had had little success? Well, I, I think for one, you know, uh, you know, the previous coaching staff and, uh, whatever they, you know, uh, did here right before we got here was, uh, you know, we, we have our kids over to our house a lot, you know, uh, and, and, and they saw that, you know, we cared about them off the field as opposed to just on the field. And, you know, and I think that's one thing that carried on over to, uh, the actual team. Uh, we started doing a lot more, uh, you know, team building, uh, you know, events and the guys were hanging around each other outside of the building. And, you know, a lot of the players, like, man, coach, this is the most I've seen players in the facility, you know, on practice days or even the unpractice days. They're just excited to be around us. And, you know, when, when, when they, you know, have a lot of camaraderie off the football field, it carries on over uh, to the football field. And, uh, you know, those are just some things we try to do, just some team activities and uh, just having fun in practice you know, giving out awards, you know, even just from practice, you know, it, it made it a lot more fun uh, for the guys and, and they're enjoy they're enjoying it. And, uh, and I think, you know, last year kind of hurt us because of COVID, you know, with us not having that time with those guys in off season, uh, with trying to come back and, and continue to instill the things that, you know, that, that we believe in our core values as a program, uh, you know, from year one to year two. And, uh, but, but I, I think we're, we're headed back on that right track like we were in 19 with our guys. Who are, give me a couple of guys, Brian, they're going to be the hardest for Ole Miss to block. I mean, who are playmakers that, uh, people need to know their names? Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, up front, you, you think about, you know, Yaya Diaby, uh, Tavares Peterson, who's been here, you know, uh, this going on his sixth year. Um, you know, he's going, those two will be, uh, some guys to be able to, uh, you know, to watch, you, you hear their name and, uh, you know, even some of our second, second team guys, you know, with, um, you know, uh, Ashton Gelati, uh, I know Jock Turner who came from Southern Miss, uh, you know, all of those guys up front are, are, are going to be, you know, pretty solid for us. And, and I know Ole Miss has a really good offensive line, a, a veteran group, uh, you know, four out of five back and, um, you know, so it's going to be a big challenge for us up front, you know, and some of the guys come off the edge with Yashir Abdullah. He's, he's a really good uh, pass rusher as well. So, uh, so I think we're going to have our hands, you know, uh, cut out for us. And, and, uh, we just look forward to that challenge come, um, uh, September the 6th. You know, they, they do have a lot of experience back, but I think the, the piece that could make them different would be that uh, Utah kid at center if he plays well, you know, with, uh, yeah, 
Yes, you're, you're exactly right. He's a he's a, a really really good football player. That if they can slide him in the center, I think that's going to make them uh, as a whole group uh, a lot better than what they were last year. Yeah, I think um, you know uh, Ben Brown moving back to guard. I mean, I think they have uh, they have great potential there on the line. Hey, when when you're playing uh, an offense uh, like Ole Miss, uh, a lot of versatility, run pass. I mean, how important uh, for you guys are fundamentals like? Eye placement, first steps. I mean, how important are those things? Uh, it's, it's really important because, you know, uh, Laney, Laney Coach Levy does a great job of, uh, you know, running plays and, and, and running plays off of plays. And, uh, uh, and what I mean by that is just, you know, it, it looks like the exact same play, but it's slightly different. And, you know, you guys have to have, especially in the secondary, you got to have their eyes on their keys in the right spots and, uh, you know, not – uh, you know, not get, uh, uh, you know, their eyes in a hazy, uh, a hazy world, meaning, you know, they're trying to look at everything and, and need to have blinders on and see their keys and, and play what they see. Uh, that's going to be really, really critical, you know, whether it's from a technique up front to a secondary technique as well uh, on the outside or even the inside safety spot. Uh, you got to be technique sound because uh, their receivers are very explosive Running backs are, are, are really, really good, but you have probably one of the best quarterbacks that uh, will face this season, uh, and he'll probably be one of the best in the country. You know, if he continues to do the things that he's doing done this past season, uh, but a little bit better. Uh, you know, and uh, Matt, you know, Matt's yeah. a unbelievable <laughs> football player, man, and, and I think he's going to have a heck of a year. But uh, you know, hopefully, we'll be able to slow him down just a little bit and. Uh, uh, you know, make those drive, make those guys, uh, you know, drive the football and, and make us pay. How will it uh, be for you playing or coaching against Ole Miss? I think this will be the first time. Is that right? Yeah, first time playing against, uh, you know, my alma mater. Uh, you know, was able to play against Mississippi State in the bowl game uh, our first year here. And, you know, that was, of course, uh, a little extra for myself as well. So, uh, but but this one here, man, is just, you know, that's home. You know, Ole Miss is home for me uh, and my wife. And uh, so we're excited about the opportunity to play uh, our alma mater and, you know, uh, you know, and most definitely wish them luck in the game. But, uh, you know, we're going to, you know, compete just like we always do in every single game. And, and after that game, you know, I, I tune in to uh, every single game that I can and uh, always follow them on GameCast no matter what, you know, uh, if we're – um, you know, uh, if we're free at the time or, or on the bus, on the plane, or, or back at home. So, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm an Ole Miss Rebel uh, to the day I die. And uh, uh, But that first game, we're going to compete uh, just like uh, like we always do in every game, and hopefully we can come out on top. What stands out to you about your time at Ole Miss? Just one big memory, player or graduate coach? I mean, what, what do you think about it? Man, I just think family atmosphere. You know, it's just – uh, just the town within itself and, uh, you know, even on campus, just, just the, the fun that we had and as a, as a, as a team, you know, when you think about my playing days, uh, it was awesome, you know, and, um, you know, my best friend is, you know, uh, my, my, my roommate, Lawrence Lilly. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we got a, a huge group chat that we text in it every, every day with myself and, uh, Spurlock's on it and, you know, Charles Clark and Goldie and Eric Oliver and, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it's just a lot of Von Hutchins. So, uh, I mean, it's a lot of guys that on that, that text message thread that uh, we text all the time. And it's not about football. You know, it's just about life in general, people putting in things about their kids. And, 
you know, cooking, you know, grilling, you yeah. know, just anything, just just out of, uh, just like how buddies do, you know, you text about eating and everything, and uh, uh, so that that's just, you know, that's just home, man, and, and I just enjoyed that family atmosphere and bonded time with all my teammates, and, uh, uh, you know, of course, you know, my wife would love to get back, you know, at some point, and uh, be able to show our kids, you know, where we, uh, you know, where we were able to spend our time and meet uh, in college and uh, and things of that nature. But it was just, I just think the family's atmosphere, man, and the plan in the vault, you know, of course, on Saturdays. And, uh, uh, you know, I think one of the biggest highlights will be walking through the Grove for sure. Well, those text threads are cool, man. I'm, I'm in one with college friends from uh, Monroe, and, and uh, yeah. I, I, I told my kids, they're recent graduates now, I told them, I said, look, I just, you know, I want you guys – to have the same relationships 30 years from now that I'm having right yes. now. You know, I, 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 that would be my biggest goal. I know you're going to do that. You know, I know y'all have gone through and graduated and all this. That's great. Really proud of you. I, I hope the relationships are still there in, uh, you know, 35 years now. So. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Absolutely. You know, I still have relationships with some of the coaches that I played with and what coach, uh, well, they coach me and, uh, like Coach Cutcliffe, you know, this will be my first time coaching against him this year. <laughs> you know, uh, so you know, I still got to race with all those guys that I coach with as well. So uh, it's it's the relationships are really really big, man, and it helps you go a long way in life. And uh, you never know who you may run across, you know, your path uh, later on in life that you may need or or, or they may need you, you know. And uh, uh, so that's that's really big for myself as well. You can read about Brian Brown at djournal.com. I was able to get that column done. It was in Sunday's newspaper, and it's online right now. Check it out uh, at djournal.com. Folks, that'll wrap us up for this edition of Justify Your Existence, the podcast that brings you all the relevant college football talk in Mississippi. Stay safe out there today, folks. We'll be back later this week.